I recall sitting on my inflatable camping chair when my uncle clamped his right hand on the wooden spoon that permitted the grasper to speak. I came from a different time, you understand? You say the eye is a switch? My flame-colored face nodded. Evolving its blinking mechanism when still more fish than mammal? But I remember a world before these new-fangled eyelids, where people used their hands to shield the impressions thrusted towards their oculars, created by objects blocking the sunlight, beings with no tarsus shutters. An age before threading random knowledge together led to eye switches, when the great stood patiently, often cupping each other's faces, awaiting the moment the creator would drag their delicate metacarpi back to the evolutionary table, situated either side of the heavenly matriarch. Her own hand switches, regally unfolding to her lap to see the commotion, revealing bulging bloodshot eyes, yet deaf to familiar familial footsteps whose clanging saturated these candle-lit cave dwellings, creating a reverberatory drone that soothed the children into offering eye-hand covers to weary grandparents born too soon for the eye switch mother tirelessly reached toward. Fast forward from the campsite to a different age, around 54, and the first mechanical switch was installed in a night center, the final building on the road out of town, the first flick of which determined silent chains and circuitry cameras, the populace forming an endless queue to happily flick it on, the order emblazoned on the neon sign at the entrance, so as to watch projected impressions of themselves on sheets of white canvas, the brouhaha eventually recognized as consent to similar lenses and their operators ogling them in the most private of situations. The country fair, the renovated offshore wind farms, second homes, the soap that lathers the body. Then lofties, the kingpin purveyor of perishable goods, divested its shelves of such consumable wares to sell only switches or objects that look like switches, often called soft switches. Nothing labeled, no prices, a lottery presided over by a legion of middle managers, a throng congregated in a conference room on the city's outskirts who would fight and trample over each other just to handle the microphone and blurt all kills are self-service. No reversing out of the queue. A choice made must be paid. In the wake of the retailer's metamorphosis into trading a singularity, 
the cityscape itself underwent a profound alteration, becoming mainly outskirts, with no core, no bustling in the center, no nucleolus, no nucleus. A clamor to seem switched on led to buildings' facades and any other veneer appearing switch-like, surrendering the limitations of a mundane noun, brand name and logo above the door to a large-scale working switch which had no room for inhabitants or trade, or workers beside those that serviced the mechanism. Jobs that were soon prone to nepotism for the sake of shelter, lured less by an allure than a roof and toilets. of dust billowing through the floorboards, the noise and the vibrating as if the house were about to take off, the flood from the ceiling, the dust from the floor, weeds growing from the drain, spiders falling from a hole in the ceiling, mold sprouting from a cup like oriental armpit hair, the house has returned to nature, the moths have their house, maggots in the rice, the cheese wheel, the flour. We don't have scissors, we use our teeth.
Thank you.